0: The 2019 Doctrine and Devotion Conference on Biblical Theology is happening May 3rd and 4th. Dr. James Hamilton is the keynote speaker unpacking biblical theology. Jimmy and I uh, will be preaching on biblical theology. we got breakout sessions touching on biblical theology. we got worship highlighting biblical theology. It's going to be awesome, and Joe, you can register. what's our theme? Well, I don't—shoot, um, I don't remember. But if they go to DoctrineAndDevotion.com slash conference, they can get all the details and register. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles,
1: Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor oh, at Redeemer Fellowship. Are you still tired? My gosh, what's wrong oh. with you? I know it's been it's, you know, been it's been a long 24 hours. It's been a, it's it's been a long weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It, you know, I I feel like we just lived 24. Right. Yeah. I'm Jack Bauer, and you're Chloe.
0: For real. No. No, Yo, you're definitely no. Chloe. Oh, high no. maintenance, always complaining, rolling no. your eyes, thinking you're smarter no. than everybody else. That you're sounds Chloe. exactly like you. That's you. high maintenance complainer. I will cut off the thumbs no, of the bad guy. Will. No, you will the, not. No, you code. are not. I'm
1: Jack Bauer. You are not Jack Bauer. I'm Jack Bauer.
0: No. You're Chloe, and that's no, you're okay. Not.
1: You're, you're not. not there's no way you're Chloe I'm not Chloe. There's no way. Okay, then who are you? Who am I? I'm not Jack Bauer. That's for you sure. Obviously. I'm Jack Bauer's friend. You're, oh, that, you're you're I'm, Kim.
0: You're his daughter. You're my it, daughter. I was gonna say you're. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say You're, you're Kim. Kim.
1: I'm Bauer's friend that betrays Bauer.
0: That sounds about right. See yeah. that that's yeah. me.
1: What was the guy? Well,
0: Tony Almeida. You're that's Tony who, Almeida. That's what I was gonna yeah. say. A little ethnic. So that's good. Yeah. I was thinking like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying like, that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that yeah. Uh, yeah. Tony was cool though. I like Tony. That's why so I, I'm Jack. You're Tony. No, you're not Dark. Jack. Dunzo. No, no, that's you're good. Kim. Okay. I'm no, not oh, Kim. Yes, you are. You're no. Kim. First of all,
1: you're always crying. You're uh, whining. I never, I never cry. You are, yeah. I never whine. You, know, you never cry. No, never, never, never. Never. You just cried today. No, I didn't. Yes, you, you did. are lying. And no, everybody knows no, you're lying. Cause they know me. Nope. Pat was there. Mm -hmm. The elders were there. Yeah. Yeah. You were crying.
0: Okay. First of all, we were in the middle of a situation caring for people and my heart was enlarged with love for the people. Mm. It's like, think of the Grinch.
1: Think of when the Grinch. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Listen, I'm just telling you right now. I didn't cry. You cried. Because crying means tears on the cheeks, which I didn't have. And well, audible, an audible sobs. No, audible sobs. No, audible we got was an audible
1: like trying to hold it back. Yeah, <laughs> I, did, I, I did grunt. I was like, Where's the weight room?
0: Yeah, uh, well, I don't obviously. I don't <laughs> go the <way. laughs> Point is, okay. Point is, it's doctrine and devotion, and we're here to talk about the 1689. Yep. And now, are you going to be able to focus? Stop. What? I, I can already tell. I'm just asking, are you ready to talk about the 1689? I am ready. Lately, stop You've been it. really focused on other things. I, what do you mean I'm going to focus on other things? You, listen, you can't stop talking about your new favorite show, Oh, stop it. Why are you talking why
1: about this? Why are you this?
0: watching The Masked Singer? Why would you watch that? Nick, I don't It doesn't even make sense because it's such a terrible, dumb show. You know what? I don't, Nick
1: Cannon is an American treasure, and you need to realize this. Yeah? Yeah, he is He's amazing. the cannon of dork. Okay, that's who he is. <laughs> now, <laughs> why don't you he tell us- He's the cannon of style. Except, okay, Nick, don't listen. But Nick, I don't know. Your, your style on this show has not been- what I okay, expect nobody from you? Cares,
0: nobody cares. Why do you watch that show? It drives me crazy that you no, watch it. It's, when it's, you can be a, watching other better no, stuff. It's
1: a fantastic show that works really well for Michelle and I. You Mich- both watch it together? Yes, of course we watch oh. it together. Okay, Michelle likes uh, like singing competitions, right? So she loves like uh, mm-hmm. you know America's Got Talent or Bachelor. No, she doesn't watch that. Oh, America's really? Got Ta- no, Bachelor. No, she doesn't watch that either. Mm. No, she don't. <laughs> okay, unless she's doing it behind my back. All right. <laughs> I'm just All saying. Right. So she, she likes those kind. Of, and yeah. me, she likes The Voice, that kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. So. I like, you know, theatrics. The pageantry. I like the pageantry. Mm, Of course, yeah, that sounds about right. And this is the show that melds them together. Jimmy is
0: interlocking his finger right now. It's (laughs) great for Pod. That's good Pod right there. Okay, so it's got the competition and the pageantry, so it's good for your competitive wife and you, Mr. Style and pageantry. Wow,
1: style, quote unquote. But anyways, yeah, it's a great show. Mm. You know, I am uh, convinced. Nobody cares. That the monster is uh, John Daly. Okay, it's not. It, it's John It's Dill. vanilla ice. Everybody it's knows who, ice. it's It's not vanilla ice. It's not. The B, I'm pretty sure, is Gladys Knight. It's not. I'll find out Wednesday. I already Googled it ever,
0: since you started talking I'll about it. I'll find out Wednesday. All right, listen. Why don't we talk about the 1689 get on with it? Like people are so bored right now talking about your terrible TV habits.
1: I love that show. That's such a good show. All right, Joe, why don't you go ahead and read? We're in 1689 chapter 11. We're going to finish that off yeah. uh, with paragraphs five and six. Justification. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Do it. Go ahead. All right. Paragraph five. Paragraph five. Go. God continues to forgive the sins of those that are justified. And although they can never fall from the state of justification, yet they may by their sins fall under God's fatherly displeasure. And in that condition, they usually do not have the light of His countenance restored to them until they humble themselves, beg pardon, and renew their faith and repentance.
1: Mm. Pow, pow. I love that paragraph. So so Joe said they're doing uh fist bumps, yeah, that's pow, good pow, pod right pow, there. Pow. But I wasn't I'm describing it to anybody. <laughs> oh no, yeah, 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 yeah. No,
0: that, yeah. Good pod. Okay. Listen, don't take don't don't try and be. No, no, it, no. Right. I'm gonna put it back you will in always face. be Tony Almeida to my Jack Power. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you are it's not Jack. You are not totally Jack Bauer. everybody can go on to on the No, they Twitter don't need to go on it. To, okay. Um On the show twenty four, who is Jimmy and who is Joe? That's mm. what you gotta answer, okay? Hashtag 24D, Doc and Devo.
1: Okay. First of all, you cannot be Jack Bauer because he finishes his task through to the end. Yeah. Yeah. You so, don't, do you finish too. nothing. First of all, you know what, you know what, Jack Bauer does
0: things his way. No, you don't finish. I do things my way. You never. That's how we're the same. You don't
1: finish. I finish. I finish task, all the time. No, you don't. Tasks that come up, you cannot Not see if it. they're dumb. <laughs> can we just, can we <laughs> focus here? All right. Go ahead, go
0: ahead. It? All right. So I love this paragraph because it is simultaneously encouraging. Yes. And scary. Yeah. yeah, man. This is real. God, first of all, God continues to forgive the sins of those that are justified. So, you know, we talk about this idea like, you know, you are forgiven of all of your sins, past, present and future. Mm-hmm. But part of the reality is, is as you continue to sin, God is continually forgiving you. Yeah. You are in a constant state of forgiveness because you remain in a constant state of sin. Even if it's not an act of volitional transgression, your status of sinner remains mm-hmm. intact because your thoughts and your emotions—you're not gonna, you're not gonna go a moment without there being sin connected to, to what you do and how you think and how you
1: are. So the arrogance of those, uh, and I think it's a minority. I don't think I've heard it often from people, but I think people live by it maybe more than they would uh, articulate in this way. I think sometimes people come off with this arrogance that, no, I'm I'm a Christian. I'm, I'm doing perfect. I'm doing well. I'm pleasing God in all things. I don't make mistakes. I don't sin. I don't sin. You know what it's like? What's that? It's like Spirit in
0: the Sky. The song? Yeah, it's a good song, right? Yeah, yeah. But bad theology. Yeah. I'm not a sinner. I've never sinned. I got a friend named Jesus. What kind of nonsense is that? Well, people, people – live like that they do they think like well now that i'm a christian my identity
1: is in jesus i'm a saint and not a sinner i do not sin there are some people that go that way and so i think that's you know this confronts that that no no no. god continues to forgive you for your sins that you are sinning so you need to continue to repent confess and repent absolutely and you can never fall away from the state of justification that so that to me Whoa. it's such a beautiful that because if anybody that, could fall that, away from this, it's going to It's
0: us together. Yeah. Both we of would us. probably influence each other in a bad way.
1: I'm pretty sure if there's ever going to be a scandal at Redeemer Fellowship, it's mm-hmm. going to involve you and I. I yeah, think the elders yeah, that's everyone why, has, yeah, that, has said that. That's
0: why we have non-disclosure agreements. Uh, everybody, <laughs> every meeting that people have with us, we every meeting we take, we slide a non-disclosure across the table. <laughs> go, go ahead and uh, fill every this out Every coffee first. meeting, every, every counseling <laughs> meeting, slide those. go ahead and sign this for <laughs> just me right now. go inside now. this, please. Yeah.
1: We have it all electronic. They, they just sign on our iPad. Yeah,
0: it's, it's nice and easy. So, um, Yeah, it, we, we can. not And listen, this it helps to think about it in these terms. You can never fall from the state of justification because people talk about like, well, can you lose your salvation? No, you can't. I had a pastor tell me, you can't lose your salvation, but you can give it away.
1: What, is that? Wait, what does okay. that mean? What does that mean? I think he meant yeah, that. Yeah, unpack that.
0: Well, I think he meant like you can choose to renounce Jesus and and give up your salvation, but you can't slip through your fingers because of transgression. As if there's a difference between renunci- ren- uh, renouncing Christ uh, and worshiping the false god of
1: football. Wow. Now, yeah. I, so, like that kind of theology, how – I'd be scared in that state. Like oh, that to me yeah. is a scary state to be. Mm-hmm. I think the 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 hope that we have, the assurance that we have that our justification is based not on our work but on his. Right. That should really give you confidence before yes. the Lord. Listen, okay, just just think about what happens.
0: You've been chosen for salvation before the beginning of time. Oh. Can you be unchosen? I mean, no, can, you've been regenerated. Can you be unregenerated? You've no. been you've been justified. Does the Bible ever talk about being unjustified or uncrucified with Christ? Mm. Of course not. It doesn't make any sense. The God that saves you saves you, and he doesn't give up, go back, break his word. You cannot fall from the state of justification, but you can fall.
1: Yeah, no, you can. And it says, yet they may, by their sins, fall under God's fatherly mm. displeasure. Oh, yeah. So like, you know, Jimmy, mm. uh, I'm not mad. I'm just I'm
0: disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a terrible. You feel that when you love your dad, right? When you love your dad and your yeah. dad says something like, I'm not mad, son. I'm really disappointed. Like that stings more because yeah. it's a fatherly displeasure. He loves you. Oh, yeah. He's not mad at you like you're an employee. He's, he's disappointed because you have grieved him mm-hmm. in your actions. So we can fall under God's fatherly Displeasure
1: because of our sins, even though we're justified. Yeah, and what does that then mean? That means under His discipline, mm-hmm. right? And Hebrews talks about that: that the Lord disciplines those He loves, yeah. and so He's disciplining you to point you back to Him, right? To share in His holiness.
0: Yep. And it, listen, it, it, the, the argument of Hebrews is pretty great. God disciplines you because you're a son, and uh, yeah, what son would
1: not discipline, right? Or what father would not discipline their son? So
0: if you're not a son, you're not disciplined. If you're not disciplined, you're not a son. He doesn't love you in the same yeah. way. I mean, it's love that motivates God's fatherly displeasure to bring his hand of 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 discipline upon us. Right. Like it's mm-hmm. it is to bring about uh, a, a personal reformation.
1: Yeah. And it actually talks about that here. Mm-hmm. And in that condition, they usually do not have the light of his continents restored well, uh, uh, light of his what? Uh, yeah, you yeah, know, countenance, Countenance. Yeah, Continents. Continence. Countenance. Yeah, consonance. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> restored to them until what? They humble themselves, beg pardon, and renew their faith and repentance. That's good.
0: That's good. Let's see, Contenance is um, self-restraint. Yeah, yeah, don't. That's, no, no. that's not. we countenance. The light of his countenance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The countenance. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so when yeah. we're talking, when we're talking seriously, like, so the the light of his countenance. right? Yeah. What 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 does that what does that conjure up?
1: I mean, I, I, for me, it's almost like that that imagery of like the Lord make your face to shine right, upon right, me. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. That that turning that that but in there is like this. This intimacy in there. There's this communion with God. Exactly. Like in this is like you're basking in that, I guess, just in his presence.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, the light of his countenance. Right. So it's his face. Like you just said, I love that uh, from from number six. Right. Uh, May his face shine upon you. You you usually do not have. The light of, of the countenance of God upon you. In other words, there's fatherly displeasure. So you're not going to be necessarily experiencing the joy of communion because you're not in mm, communion. Yeah. Like you're justified. You're reconciled. But you're living like a fool. Yeah. You know, you're, you're, you've put up the barrier. And so frequently it, people in this situation will find themselves lacking assurance of salvation. Like yeah, start, I've been, been there.
1: Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, they start to fear and wonder: Am am I really saved? Right? How can I, I mean? What I mean?
0: I don't feel saved. I don't feel God's close. And I, why am I doing what I'm doing? If I'm really a believer, mm-hmm. um, like those things are removed, and yet, you know, the, the 1689 says that in that condition we don't have the light of His countenance restored. Right, so it's it's gone until
1: yeah, until, until they, they humble, humble themselves, themselves, beg pardon. And renew their faith and repentance. Okay.
0: So I love that, right? Humble themselves, right? Which means you recognize your state, the reality of who you are, who God is, what you deserve, and yet what God grants. Beg pardon. Right, that you confess your sins and ask God to forgive you on the basis of Christ and His merits, not not your own. You're not begging pardon and expecting God to forgive you because you're sorry. A lot of people feel that way. I felt that way. Like mm-hmm. God will forgive me because I'm super sorry. I really mean it this oh, I'm, time. I'm
1: really moved by this. I like, got this emotional connection to
0: it. And that's how that's how it functions in the world, right? Yeah. Like, will you forgive me? I'm so sorry. Will you forgive me? And we expect them like a like we will even I will forgive you because you're so sorry. Yeah. Like we, we do it that way. But God's forgiveness. Is not based upon how sorry we are, but on the fact that Christ has atoned for our sins and it is our faith that actually connects us to him. So renewing the faith uh, and repentance, right? Like these are are the the, the two things that allow us to experience the light of his countenance, not the forgiveness of sins, Mm -hmm. but the light. Of his countenance,
1: and Joe. I mean, you know what we can have faith in, right? We can have faith that come May third and fourth, mm-hmm. that the best conference of the year will be happening right here in Gen- the Fox Valley, Geneva, area.
0: Illinois.
1: And oh, just think about it. Yeah, remember the great. Some great things have happened in Geneva. John Calvin. <laughs> yes. Yep. Right. But now, doctrine now, and devotion. The Jofo. Yeah, is Geneva. Happening.
0: Geneva, Illinois, but still, still just <laughs> yeah, Geneva. Yeah,
1: well, listen, guys. Geneva, Illinois is where you're going to want to be May 3rd and 4th. We've got Dr. Hamilton coming in. He's uh, headlining it. He'll be uh, unpacking biblical theology. You've got Joe. You've got myself. We've got some great breakout speakers. My wife's got, one of them. Yeah, Jen is going to be talking about biblical theology and suffering. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve McCoy is going to be talking about parenting. Nick Batsig is going to be talking about preaching. Uh Phil and Jasmine Holmes will be talking about marriage. I mean, this yeah. is going to be a fantastic. I want to go to every breakout session, but you can't do.
0: No, but you know what I can do? I'll be able to download them all because we'll have them all up on audio afterwards.
1: Oh, will we? Mm-hmm. But okay,
0: okay. But. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. well, Jimmy doesn't want you to know that because he wants you to come.
1: Listen, yeah, well, not just that because I want to make sure we can actually make that happen before you. Promise it. Oh, well, I'm not promising. I'm just saying <laughs> okay, it's going to happen. Okay, yeah, uh, is uh, look, same thing. Say, saying it's going to happen yeah, it's is gonna, the same so it's as definitely going to happen. Cause I'm not like, promising because let like, your yes be yes and your no be no, Joe. Right. So no, Joe. Don't oh, don't say these okay. things. Well, maybe we'll <laughs> until have it. We up. know for
0: sure. But here's the thing: um, you guys are going to want to come. And I've had, we've had we have had a bunch of ladies uh, contact us and say, "Hey, is this um, is this just for pastors or just for men?
1: We well, first, get that every year." Okay,
0: here's the thing: uh, no, it's not just for pastors. And there should be no such thing as a theology conference just for men. That would be weird, unless it's like specifically about not a theology conference, but like, hey, dudes, stop being bad husbands. Like yeah. you could have a husband conference for just men. No, it's a theology conference for everybody. Correct. We have women there. Women are going to be getting together, hanging out. Guys are going to be getting together, hanging out. You want to come and we want you to spread the word. You could actually help us here. We're having a great turnout. People are registering, but we want this to be the biggest and best ever that we've done. And so uh, help us spread the word, right? Let let, share. um, We're going to have a little graphic that you can share in the show notes here. Share that on social media and let people know that you're coming to uh, the Doctrine and Devotion Conference. Let people know uh, where they can register because um, it's going to be pretty sweet, give them some good books away, um, and we're going to have a great time. God's going to be doing good stuff. I'm excited.
1: So May 3rd and 4th, head on over to doctrinavotion.com slash conference. All right, so chapter 11 ends with paragraph 6. Oh, I'll go ahead and read this one. Uh, The justification of believers under the Old Testament was, in all these respects, one and the same with the justification of believers under the New Testament. Oh, you oh. hear that, Schofield? Oh. <laughs> oh, what's up, Ryrie? Oh. Mm. Whoa, what, whoa, whoa! What's going on here, Joe? What is does that? The well, old yeah. law save? The law saves? Well, there you know there
0: there are there are there are people out there who who get confused over how people are made right with God when they're looking at the Bible because there are different covenants. Right. Mm. And you look at the Mosaic covenant and what does it say? I mean, it looks very much like a covenant of works. It's if you do this, you're going to live and prosper. If you do this, I'm going to crush you.
1: Yep. (laughs) If you break the
0: covenant, I'm going to punish you. If you keep the covenant, I'm going to bless you. And it's like, well, so then people think, well, then obviously they think, um, I must be saved by virtue of making the sacrifices uh, and going to the temple and keeping the law. And, and that's, that's why we
1: need to uh, go ahead and give money towards the rebuilding of the Jewish temple, <laughs> Joe. Stop, stop it. <laughs> I'm is, saying – okay. I'm just saying no, you can head is, out over. You, you can Joe be pro-Israel. Pro you <laughs> can be pro-Israel. Stop <laughs> doing to, that. No, we need to go to joefostore.com and we're taking up an offering okay. for the rebuilding of the temple.
0: Okay. Uh, it, but well, – the, the, the temple is what we call our cigar lounge, so yeah. that's really what we're building. Shh, <laughs> lots, no. of, lots, of holy smoke so, in there. Yeah, this is great. By the way, uh, I'm enjoying a Cuban cigar. Yeah, you are. That uh, some thanks, uh, thanks for sharing. Some guy came to church. It was this now, like I've I, I know this guy. I love this guy. I've tried to serve this guy in a couple of ways. Um, good guy, and uh, he came to church first time at church. It was man. his first time here ever. Wow. Catholic Catholic guy grew up Catholic. Came here, brought me a box of cubans. Wow, that's so nice. Yeah, man.
1: Yeah, where's mine?
0: I you you can have one?
1: Oh, thanks, dude. Yeah, awesome. But you know, you know, maybe. Oh,
0: cool. Um so Joe, what is this what does this mean then? Right? It means that the way God has saved people ever since the covenant of grace began has been the same. There was a covenant of works in the garden that uh you know, Adam and Eve's uh, life and happiness with God was conditioned upon their obedience. They broke that covenant. They broke the law and they were condemned for it. But immediately after that, God initiates a covenant of grace and says, I will save you, not based on your performance, but yeah. on the performance of my son that I'm going to send. And so believers in the Old Testament were justified, just like believers in the New Testament, by trusting in God's grace in the one that would come to make mm. things right. So the Old Testament saints are looking forward to the, to the Savior, to the Messiah, who's going to come and make himself a sin offering. Yep. And believers in the New Testament are saved by looking back the Messiah who came. The difference is one of, of revelation. How much information did they have? Yeah. Now, the, the Old Testament saints always had some sort of revelation that one was coming. Now, they didn't know what this one was going to be like. Yeah. At first, it was just the offspring of Eve. Like, mm. the, your descendant, like yeah. one of your, one of your kids is, yep. is going to eventually. And then one that is. would sit on the throne. Right. So we had David, right? Yeah. Um, we had Abraham, like one of your offspring. Yep. Like, so as, and then the, the prophets start to talk about it. And then and then it's like an Isaiah, well, he's going to make his soul a sin offering. He's going to be a suffering servant, mm. right? Uh, he's going to establish a kingdom. And so as the, as the revelation of, of God kept uh, giving us more information about this one who would come to save. The saints in the Old Testament were saved by looking forward and saying, God is going to save me based on his grace through his servant. And so they didn't have all of the details, dying on the cross mm-hmm. and all of that. But what they did know is that there would be some kind of victory, yeah, some kind of substitution. And later on, they learned that there would be some suffering. Uh, there would be some vindication, but it would be of grace. So yeah. people in the Old Testament were justified by God. Abraham, believed God, and it was reckoned to him yeah. as righteousness. Yeah.
1: I mean, to me. I mean, this just this points to just how gracious and merciful our God is, how patient our God is with His people. Yeah, yeah, and it is all of grace. It is all of grace,
0: and uh, man, I, I mean, I, the idea because it used to be, it used to be, um, I, I I never thought of heaven as a place where I would hang with people. Right, when I was a Christian, I'd be like, well you know, I get to see Jesus and that'll be cool. But then the, the more I read scripture, the more I realized I am going to fellowship with the saints of old. Mm. And then the longer, and then I met Jen and her father had died just a few days before she came to Moody freshman year. And the more I got to know about him, I'm like, Whoa, I'm going to have fellowship with him. And whether it's, whether it's Moses or David, um, or Detlef Shada, Jen's dad, um, all were justified in the same way, all by the mercy and the merits of Jesus. Whether it was looking forward or looking back, He is our confidence and our hope.
1: Hmm. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DrVotion.com. There you can contact us. You can send up for the email uh, or you can hit up the store at JoFoStore.com and grab some gear. Fresh Pod every Monday and Thursday. Blog posts on Wednesdays. Video content on Fridays. Later.